what's really great at Yosemite Street Village is that we host events for the community there and we're actually getting started to for the community cleanups to help clean up the neighborhood, Easter celebration, getting ready for different markets that happen throughout the summer. Lots of the businesses there host their own events like the Catalyst, the T-Bones across the street, Caterpillar. Welcome everyone to the 209 Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Servano, and this is episode 46 of the podcast. I'm so close to episode 50 and I'm really excited. I keep mentioning that over and over again. I know, but in the following episode, on episode 47, I'm actually going to be talking more about what episode 50 will be about and also episode 49, which is going to be really special to me as well. So subscribe if you haven't yet. We'll find out more about what that episode will be about shortly. I'm going to be posting that episode a few days after this one gets posted. So just be on the lookout for that. I have a reason why I'm doing that. I'll mention it on the next one so you all know why I've been posting quite a few more episodes per week now. So on tonight's episode, I'm interviewing Laura Garcia. She's actually the founder of Terra Coffee, a coffee shop in Stockton that was voted number one in San Joaquin County in 2021 and 2022. They have coffee, they have food, great stuff. I've been there before and I plan on going there a lot this year as well. So definitely a place to check out if you're in the Stockton area. And I can't wait to find out more about the story about how I got started and all the different coffee options that they have. And you can actually order coffee online if you go on their website, terracoffee.com. So if you're not from the 209 and you can't make it out there, you do have an option of ordering online, which I think is really awesome for a coffee shop here in the area to have a storefront online where you can order their coffee as well. So welcome to a 209 journey, Laura. How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing good. I know I was just saying it earlier and we were just talking about it offline. <laughs> Thanks that, for like, having me. Yes. <laughs> first time that I'm actually talking to someone who I've actually visited their business to, which I hope again, oh. I, I could say that more often, right? Because it's nice to be able to say like, hey, I've been there. <laughs> I feel honored. I feel honored. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Had a good experience. And, you know, it, I'm going to be going there more often too. Shout out to my girlfriend, Alicia, for actually introducing me to your coffee shop. And it, it was <laughs> great atmosphere. The drink was really good. My sandwich that I had was really good as well so yeah yeah I, I just thought I'm looking forward to it again I want to start off asking you more about what it was like for you to grow up in Stockton we were just briefly talking about it right now so just tell me more of what, what that was like hey growing up in the 209 Stockton California born and raised here just really having a good group of friends I think that's what it is friends and family and being surrounded by folks that you can hang out with and really, you know, take up your time. Sometimes it's hard to to find things to do when you're little. But yeah, it was really great growing up here in Stockton. I was in the north side, went to McNair High School. So shout out to McNair folks that went there. So it was really cool. It was interesting. It was the time when they were building all the new schools. So nice. Oh, yeah. I still remember when uh, they built Cesar Chavez, right? That was one of the the new high yep, schools. That was, that, yeah, that, point. that was around that same time. So you put it together. I graduated in 09. <laughs> I, I graduated in 09 too. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, 
we're, we're in the same. We're getting old. Oh God! It feels that way, yeah. When you can't understand what the new generation is saying, and you have to ask your sibling, oh, like, "What do you mean?" I if you define I that, I won't say that I don't know. I have like <laughs> awesome staff at Terra where <laughs> I'll start figuring out what the new phrases are. And thank you, YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and ChatGPT. I would also add to. I mean, they, <laughs> it could answer anything too, and. So I think we're maybe doing a little better, right, than our our parents and trying to figure us out, right? Maybe it's because we're exactly, more, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're more to technology and and all that too. But but yeah, I remember when they built Cesar Chavez and, and me coming from Davis, that was a school that wasn't really like, I think wasn't really looked at as much, right? They didn't really improve it and all that. And seeing that it was a brand new school there and it looked really nice and a bunch of new homes being built around there, which. I have family yeah. that live there too. It was like, wow. We were the test. We were the test groups, right, for all of the new schools and trying to figure out what worked. And it just happened for high school and middle school. That was when McAuliffe Middle School is also just built. So it was just really interesting with everybody being in these new homes. That's what I think. Right after the whole thing with the economy, with the bubble bursting and all that too. So it was just a very interesting time. Yeah, it it was, especially going into like college and all that for like, those of us who graduated in 09, right? It's like, there was that uncertainty, right? Like, should you go? Should you not go? Like, there's a recession. Yeah, that was that was the time when they really pushed everybody go to college, even if you weren't, if that's not the right path for you, right? It just seemed like that's the only path. Oh, yeah. Coming out. Yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. that's when people were telling us too right it's like if you plan on working retail you might have to have a degree right i think it's so competitive <laughs> i know it was just it was a really interesting time fun time but interesting <laughs> thankfully there's a lot of like college help too i gotta give you know the financial aid department a shout out like going to mjc local they they pay for everything i think they still do with community college and so uh that's what we say people like try and Go to your community college if you can't and exactly. save yourself some money, right? Go to MJC, Delta, like just do that because uh, it was it was a tough time for sure to have to think about like getting a loan and all that. And so um, exactly. Yeah, the, there was that. Well, before we get to talking about how the business started, that's, that's always one of my favorite things. I think when I ask anyone about <laughs> the start of a business is I want to know a little bit more about kind of your background on coffee, like where was it that like your passion for making coffee and all that like came about? I'd really got to say a lot of it goes to my, my other half, my partner. When I met him in college and I would say that's when I, I opened up his refrigerator in his apartment and found unroasted green beans. And I approached him and I just said, Hey, what is, what is this? And that's when he pulled out his home roaster and said, I like roasting coffee. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good because I love drinking coffee. And it it just sparked from there. And so it was something that my husband and I did together as far as like he would roast, I would taste everything. And this hobby became a very big hobby, a very expensive hobby. And from there, it it really sparked the journey for us. I always share the story of when we went on a cross-country trip and during that trip we stopped by all the small shops 
And it was just more of a like, hey, we want to support local. We want to taste what's in every city while we're traveling here in the United States, just kind of driving through. And when we came back home, we're just like, how come everybody else is following their, their dream? And we're here in Stockton, just starting our family. And we're like, you know what, let's, let's start ours too. And that's when we did the big push and big purchase of our first like commercial size machine, which was actually like the really entry level, like micro roasting SF6, where you can do like six pounds at a time and dumped money and told our family, hey, we're, we just bought this roaster and we just want to roast coffee and sell it. And so we really started off with just selling coffee beans at local markets. That's when stock market was, or uh, good stock just did their uh, market too. And we went there and, you know, it just really got us connected with the community, but we just love coffee. It's just something that I'm sure folks that do this at home that just get really interested in it. It's just like, First, you start with the different profiles, the different beans. You start exploring different shops, then buying all this different equipment to make your coffee at home and brew coffee at home. It comes down to like grams, scales, grinders, all these things. And it's just wild. It's you just really get immersed in it. And it can become really expensive, too, depending on how uh, committed you are with the with your with any hobby, you know, from coffee to fishing to anything, even gaming, you know, you get it. You just start really looking in every little piece and trying to make it better, right? Better and more of having a greater experience with the hobby and passion that you have. It's just once we took the plunge with opening up the shop and that was its is its own story too. It's it's it just takes over your life and it's even better when you love what it is. So yeah, that, that, that's it. I mean, if I could just <laughs> roll it up and crumple it up in a ball. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they say that when you love what you do, it's like you don't work a day, right? So exactly. it's great that you're able to have a passion be a business, right? Because then people see that and you give it your all, right? It's not You're not just doing something just for the business. You're doing something because you really believe in it right because it's something that you did yeah. before not something that you kind of just thought hey let's try that right now you were doing it before it's, and and it's yeah. really special because i i gotta i always shout out i gotta shout out the terror squad the crew that helps run the shop every day i mean without wonderful baristas and a team to rely on like you can't your dream becomes real a reality because of that and so thank you to the team. You got to have great staff and that's what they do. And they, they share the passion too. They love coffee. They love, it's either coffee or community and they're all artists. And so I got to give it to them. They're the best. And then Efren, you know, he's always, he is the other half of Terra Coffee without him and his beans and how he roasts it. I mean, you know, it takes so many pieces. It takes a village. Right. And that's um, a quote that we have at the shop. And I got to thank the community, too, because without them, like, there's no Terra Coffee. You know, how can our team serve the community without them? So shout out to the community. <laughs> and oh, folks yeah. like you, Luis, because, like, I appreciate you sharing our story. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need all the community, right, to, like, rally around a, a business. And, yeah, and the team is a big part of it, too. And that's why I always say, like, 
I'd rather go to a local coffee shop before any of the like the bigger places too, because you're always gonna get a high yeah. level of customer service, right? You're gonna get people who are more happy in what they do, right? Now people who are just dreading to go to work, like it, it's it's a whole different vibe. I've always you got it right there. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it's so a unique it's, vibe. You know what I mean? It's just it's never a cookie cutter. Depending on who you see at the shop, you're always gonna get a different feel. But one thing we want is like you always feel welcome welcome then we hope that you're happy you know when you're leaving it's whether you're just there to get a pick me up or connecting with some folks or you just want to chill so we love doing so it's great oh yeah especially in, in the location where you guys are at being right there near like the neighborhood and all that i know if i lived in that neighborhood i'd probably be going almost every day <laughs> probably know my <laughs> yeah, order and all that yeah so. town stockton they they got they got really lucky or we got lucky to have them because I mean, it's really rare to see something like that where you just like out of the blue, a strip of businesses in the middle of a neighborhood. So Yosemite Street Village, if you're passing by Stockton, you got to check us, check us out, you know, right by the freeway here in Stockton too. There's a handful of folks, you know, that has, they haven't, they don't even know where we're at. You can like literally blink and you're like, <laughs> I passed by. Right. It's just you got to know somebody. It's almost like you got to be in the end. If you know where that place is at, if you know where Yosemite Street Village is, let them show you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was shown there again. Right. So. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have never. And Alicia, <laughs> your, your girl, she's I don't know how she does it. I mean, she helps with Earth Day. She helps with in the art community. I remember with Chai. She's still active with that, too, at the Catalyst and, you know, participating in events in there and. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I'll just put this out there too, just because we're already talking about her too. And this might be a perfect announcement, but I am actually going to be interviewing her in episode 49. So Ooh. I'll just I'll just say it right <laughs> there. So we'll be able to hear more of those stories and the things that Laura just mentioned. So that that was great that <laughs> you mentioned some of those because we'll yeah, be no, she's, talking. She's really active <laughs> in the community. I just... I'm sorry. I don't know how she has time for you. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that we need more coffee shops that are definitely in neighborhoods too. I know if I had one here in my neighborhood, I'd be going there all the time and, and all that. So I'm glad that you guys were able to be in, in that location there. So, Thank you. you know, tell me the story of like, how the business got started and maybe before you mention like the first day of business like i want to know where the name of terra coffee originated from well terra coffee terra meaning earth in latin so we wanted to bring the different beans all around the world earth to your cup so it just made sense for us i mean um, beans come from all different regions and places and what's really special with us is because we do the micro batches and we're local roasters, we're able to bring in the best beans in every season to your cup. And so a lot of folks can tell the difference with our beans. And, you know, we're very thankful. And we won a couple of awards for like best coffee in San Joaquin County. So I, we're hoping that we continue to show that and more people can experience Terra. And yeah, Tara came from the Latin word earth. It's not my name. A lot of folks will go, hey, <laughs> hey, Tara, it's you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. My name's Laura. 
I guess it could be a nickname now, right? It's like I guess I guess I, I, I guess I'll I do respond to it. I'll be like, hey, that's Tara Coffee. I'm like, yeah, I don't have a name anymore. <laughs> like my last name's not Coffee, although but I I did meet someone once who claimed that their last name was Coffee, but it ended up just being like a stage name after making it seem like it was. I was like, wait, that, that might what? be my stage name. Here's Tara Coffee. So it could be a station name for you too. <laughs> no, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to get into comedy or all that too, but the person that I met is a, a an announcer for like sporting events and all that. So uh, yeah, yeah. That. But yeah, that's that's interesting. I think that goes really well. I mean, that's that's an awesome name to have if you're having all these beans from all over the world, and I mean, it yeah. encompasses that too. So. Tell me the story of like how the, the business got started. After you guys had the name, what happened after that? Yeah. So like you shared earlier, we started off just as coffee roasters. I think that was in 2016. It just feels like anything before 2020. I don't even know the dates anymore. So yeah, it happens. <laughs> but yeah. 20, yeah. So 2016, we started roasting and that's when we just kind of play. We played along with the idea of we're just going to roast beans and you know, sell it to people we know, be part of farmers markets, different local markets. We just wanted to find a way to be a part of the community and put a little bit more of our roots down here in Stockton. Cause we, I just brought my husband over from Sacramento. We just moved over from SAC, came to Stockton, started our family and we're like, Hey, you know, when we we were in Sacramento, we went out and did a lot of things. And one of the, one of those things were checking out coffee shops. So we would like to have that experience here too. And this is our way to like kind of being a part of it. And then in 2017, we opened our first location. The original location was inside the Mexican Heritage Center, downtown Stockton. We shared a space with them. It's like this huge building on the corner of Market and Sutter Street. They're still there. So you guys can check them out. They have an art gallery in the back. And then in the front is where we put up our coffee cart. And we were open during like business hours when folks downtown, like city workers, county workers, folks there for jury duty and things like that. And we just served the coffee drinks. And we were there from 2017 till 2020. And that's when COVID hit. We were getting ready to open up the second shop, which was where we're at today. And we decided we're just going to focus on this new location, which was here at New 70 Street. They reached out to us. They said, hey, the spot is opening up. You know, see if this is a good fit for you guys. And we heard we hear that multiple, you know, parties were interested and we put in our application and they decided on us. And we're like, all right. And this was before COVID. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, I guess we're doing it. You know, let's, let's, this is this will be our own place. And sign the lease. And then like two. I think a week or two weeks later was when COVID, the COVID shutdown happened. And we're going, oh, oh my God, what do we just do? You know, like what, what, what do we do? We have two locations, COVID's here. We didn't know, we thought first be a month, right? Remember COVID when it first started? Oh, we didn't yeah. Know anything. yeah. We're like, it's just going to be yeah. one month, two months. Temporary. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like a whole freaking year. And so... <laughs> We decided we're just going to focus on the Yosemite Street Village location, and it was the best decision ever. It's like, you know, that spot has a lot of um, love in people's hearts because it it used to be another 
shop. And we were the first ones to really go in there and really shake it up. Like we made it our, our own. And since then, we've been, I think we opened in 2021 to be open to the public. And here we are, you know, and every year goes by, we're going to do a party. We're going to do a party for our anniversary. We keep forgetting to acknowledge that. I mean, the years just go by so quickly, yeah. but we're going to do something special. We'd love to plan something to celebrate us being in this location and being able to serve all of you, all you guys. And so what's really great at Yosemite Street Village is that we host events for the community there. And we're actually getting started to for the community cleanups to help clean up the neighborhood, Easter celebration, getting ready for different markets that happen throughout the summer. Lots of the businesses there host their own events, like the Catalyst, the T-Bones, across the street, Caterpillar, two doors down. They always try to support the, the, the neighborhood and got a new shop opening up on the corner. I think it might be Tugboats. I don't know, hmm. but we're excited. Across the street, we got a new smoke and barbecue spot. So awesome neighbors. I hope I'm not forget, forgetting anybody. The Pride Center is across the street, too. I mean, we got all these great things that help put together an awesome neighborhood spot to go to. Like, and we're just like two blocks away from Victory Park, Hagen Museum, hmm. and the freeway. <laughs> yeah, It's just really fun. I mean, it's just like, if you want that cool vibe of walking around with your coffee, and you're like, oh, look at this. You know, there's some murals, and you're seeing all the beautiful homes, historic homes. It's a cool experience. You just don't see that everywhere, and it's here in Stockton. Yeah, I want to say I might be wrong, but I think that it's probably the only place in 209 that you get to experience that. Like here in Modesto, we have downtown, the neighborhoods, Crusader, but it's nothing like right there. Like I said, yeah, it says near basically around a neighborhood. Like that's yeah, that's so cool. Like the, the, like I said, we should have more places like that because that mm-hmm. that would encourage more people to like just stay local. Don't even like hop on your car. Like walk around those shops. Get your coffee, yeah. get lunch there, you know, take part of the entertainment there. Don't go anywhere else. Like just it's in yeah. your backyard. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And we have the um, Chinese spot across the street. Amazing food. Oh, Yosemite Street music. You gotta go there and grab your like freaking instruments and just jam out in there. They're awesome. Then we got our neighbors across the street that do jujitsu. I gotta get their names. I mean, I'm gonna shout out everybody. I got to. I love my neighborhood. <laughs> I love Yosemite Street Village. Can't get have a haircut. The other things, but I mean, you've seen the neighborhood. You'll see the 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 alley with all the umbrellas. Depending on the season, might be all pink or red for Valentine's Day. But yeah, it's just really cool. I mean, we're like three three five minutes away from Miracle Mile, so it's like you can you can't go wrong when you're here in Stockton if you just want to find something to do. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of things to do, especially around that era, like you just mentioned, and and all within walking distance, too. So it's like just park, walk, and, you know, you, you get to explore a lot around there. You said you guys moved in in 2020. You guys opened in 2021. Was that first year more like just preparation while like everything was shut down? You guys were using it more as like a, a setup year to make sure you were good for the following year? Or what, what was yeah. the rest of that year like? Well, 2020 was more of like, hey, let's just, you know, whatever updates we want to do in the space to make it our own. 
it was really tough. You know, I think a lot of businesses and people at home might know that 2020 was a rough year to get supplies if you're doing any updates for anything. Everything was a little bit more expensive because every like COVID really shut everything down. So even equipment and things that we were like, I think at one point it was even coffee beans, just getting the beans imported from for us to roast was difficult for us to get at one point. It's like things that normally took a couple days might take a couple weeks. It was just a weird time. It feels like forever ago, but yeah, it no, it just, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just right in 2020, like five years ago. Yeah, it feels like I mean, like you said, you said it earlier. Four years ago, <laughs> everything's like a blur because of 2020, and it's like yeah, right, I don't even know time right. anymore. What year is it? <laughs> Four years oh, yeah. ago. It's, it's a new year. Yeah, like I, I'm still in 2023. <laughs> I'm ready um, to think about 2025. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to be in that mindset just because the World Cup is like a year away. So I'll be like, yeah, it's closer, but <laughs> yeah, no, it. It, it was a it was a crazy time. I mean, luckily you guys were able to use that as a year to like prepare for things, right? Yeah, and, and make sure that you you had everything you needed for the following yep. year. Yeah, cause, exactly. Um, Preparing, was, making you know, connections, you know, seeing just seeing how it is. It was just it was really weird. It was like we didn't know when things would open up again, and lots of folks were still a little bit weary of going out. They, how do you talk to people? you know, after, after COVID, it's like, how do you have a conversation? You don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I felt the same way too, especially when you're just talking to people on zoom and all that. And it's <laughs> you're like, like, Oh my like, God, I have to put clothes on. <laughs> I actually have to dress up and try. <laughs> the, the one thing I ended up finding out is that, wow, I am really short compared to all these people that I was talking to on zoom. <laughs> They're a lot taller. <laughs> like I thought we were all like about the same height that just, see them on the camera <laughs> so that, that was a bit of a shocker right there too and and just the surrealism right of being like i'm used to talking to you on the computer now i feel kind of weird talking to you right here <laughs> yeah <person>. but <laughs> yeah it was it was interesting for the first year or two and now i think most of us have already acclimated back into society and been like all right i feel like i could talk to yeah. people in person now <laughs> yeah i think I'd say like 2024 is like our let's take it back year and lots of year of intentions and new eras, you know, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you talked about, you know, all the different beans that y'all purchased from around the world. So what would you say is like the most popular kind of bean from what country? Like, do people ask for more of it? And then maybe what kind of coffee? I think our go-to is we love Ethiopian coffee. It just is super juicy depending on the season. You can get a lot of lemon notes, berry notes, fruity notes. And so, I mean, if you're going to go for a pour over, just a single origin pour over, Ethiopia is the best. I mean, we started with that from one of like our first roasts and we just keep bringing that bean back. We always try to find farms that are you know they that are fair labor to their you know anybody working with so we're always paying for more expensive beans because you know the quality is there we feel better that you know whoever is at that farm is paid being paired paid fairly 
And then, you know, every once in a while, we, we don't share it too much, but you'll, you might be drinking an organic coffee or something rainforest friendly. It's just, that's just what we like to do. And, but yeah, Ethiopia, I would say is our favorite. Nice. You got me at organic too. I'm a big uh, <laughs> yeah, natural foods yeah. and all that person too. So it's like, oh, yeah. you got that too? Like, <laughs> Sometimes uh, we'll just squeeze it in there and we're like, oh yeah, actually these beans are organic. And they're like, oh dang. And we're like, yeah, here oh. you go. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a bonus there. Yeah. Oh, as you're talking about that, I have like your website pulled on the site too. And like one of the first things I saw there was the Ethiopia. Correct me with the pronunciation, but you're a chef. You're a chef. Yeah, you're a chef. You're a chef. Misty Valley, yeah. is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, we're updating the website. So currently, like, online orders aren't active. So if you need to get okay. some beans, you got to come to the shop. And everything that we serve at the shop, that's what you're getting. So you're getting, like, the freshest batch. Normally, we're roasting maybe, like, two, three times a week. And so if you're picking a bean, sometimes you're getting it, like, the day after you roast it or three days you know, you don't, you don't always want to drink something that fresh. You want to let it kind of sit and, and let the, the bean kind of mature a little bit, but yeah, I, I think we have an Ethiopia Guji right now at, in the shop. So mm -hmm. it's good stuff. And so we'll also do different blends. So it might be in our Terran espresso roast right now. So sometimes depending on the season, we'll, we'll change up the roast. We'll, maybe make it a little bit fruitier, you know, during the springtime. And then during fall and winter, we'll do more chocolatey and nuttier notes because it's just a little bit more cozier in your cup when you're having a latte or, you know, it really punches through the milk. And some folks will add some vanilla or ube, you know, just to add a little bit more ump. So, you know, we always try to make some balanced drinks, nothing too sweet, but if you like it sweet, we can do that too. And so, yeah, so folks will really notice, notice, especially they like to drink like our drip and things like that. They'll, they'll definitely notice if there's, if we shifted the roast during the seasons. You mentioned being able to order online. That's one thing that when I went on your website, uh, that, that caught my eye right away, right? I'm like, oh, very few coffee shops, uh, like local coffee shops, I should say right here in the area that I've yeah. seen at least websites where I've never seen that option to order online so i know it's not really active right now you guys <laughs> sorry are working, but, uh, <laughs> we're almost there i mean like uh, it's so close <laughs> uh, but i want to know so like did you guys start selling online before the shop opened or was this something that came about after you opened the shop and you realized oh we could we should sell online for anyone who can make it out here i mean the vision was like you always want to keep growing the business and seeing your product reach some folks i mean some of our customers have moved out of Stockton and mm -hmm. they'll ask us, Hey, how can I get your beans? And so sometimes if we get that private message or direct message to say, Hey, can you, can you put this together for me? Then we'll ship it to them. You know, that's no problem, but we do want to offer that to everybody. And so we'll, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll try to get that activated <laughs> soon, but you can always message us or see like, Hey, you got these beans like in stock. Can we, can I come by and pick it up or can you ship it to me? Then we'll always try to make it work. And you can find our beans too in some local shops. I mean, in season is an awesome nursery and market. They've, they've had our beans ever since we've opened just roasting. And we started in there with coffee tastings and now they have their coffee cart in there. We supply their espresso. They're awesome. 
you can go to heirloom coffee and grab a drip with your breakfast and brunch. They're, they're the freshest brunch spot, I would say, over in Lincoln Center. Cairo's Grill, they'll serve our coffee too. So I hope I'm not missing anybody, but oh, oh and over, oh, so Dream Ice Cream in their shop over at Weberstown Mall. You'll see their kiosk there. They started serving some bomb coffee drinks. So check them out right there in front of JC Penny. That's awesome. I like the the community supporting community and yeah, doing that. I think that's been a recurring theme because I I've heard the same story from other business owners too. Right? It's like, oh yeah, my product they're selling it there too, or you know, we're we're helping each other out by like sending business to one another and all that. And I think it's it's just really great to be able to to hear the community helping each other out and rather than maybe purchasing from like a national vendor, right? Keeping yeah. it local. I mean, what's best than getting yeah, I mean, like, how can you beat fresh coffee? Like, can just text me and be like, hey, we're ready for the next batch of coffee to be <laughs> delivered. And we're like, all right, we'll we'll roast we'll roast right now. Mm. It's like the freshest stuff you can get. It's <laughs> it's great. No, we love we love supporting other other business owners' dreams. And so I think that's what it is. And sometimes when you got the same passion and the same vision of like quality and and how you want to make an impact in the community, it's easy to work with other businesses. So it's cool. I love it. And it makes a difference too, right? I mean, when you start eating breakfast, that's the first thing people get, right? Is the coffee. If mm -hmm. it's not good, then it kind of it can really make and make or break your day. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's good, then that you're just like all excited about whatever it is that you ordered right at the place that you're at. And so it's like it's it plays to their interest, right? Make sure you have good coffee because that's the first thing that your customers are gonna have <laughs> before yeah, they even sometimes try it's just, Yeah, and sometimes it's just the experience too. I mean, love the regulars over at Terra and it's nice to see them, see what how they're doing and the routine too of seeing you can possibly run into your friend or an old acquaintance and say hello or just share a story of of your day or week. And so it's it's nice. It's nice to get the updates. And we're like a per your personal therapist while you're getting your cup. And it's it's fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, that like a daily routine, if, especially if you're in that neighborhood or if, you know, if you happen to be around there, you're driving by and it's always your go to spot. It's it's nice. I mean, I think to, to be able one support local, but two to actually establish a routine and then people already know you. They might you guys might already have their order ready. You know, it's the same drink the same yeah, size that they like, get sometimes we're like rushing we're like oh dang, they're coming right now let's let's get it started we're seeing them parking right like get it started this is what they want quick 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 so they get in there and then it's like hey we got your drink ready and then it's yeah it makes a big impression <laughs> right. and i know it because it, it happened to me at a taco truck of all places right <laughs> all <laughs> right was, it's so. like your taco trucks which taco <laughs> truck is this <laughs> it's unfortunately a place that no longer exists, but the concept was great. And I hope someone brings it back. Whoever's listening right now, if you have the money to bring it back, bring it back. It was actually a taco bus in Sherlock where you could actually eat inside this bus that was maybe from like the 60s, 70s. Wait, what? A, yeah. A taco bus? The, the bus was all decked out inside. They had bar stools. They had the, the menu with like pictures so you could see visually what you would be potentially what getting. Yeah. And it was just one guy in his like 
mid to late seventies that did everything. He drove there by himself. He did the food. He took your order, and he was such a like great guy to talk to. You know, he would remember things about you. And so, with me going to college there, I ended up being a regular, and that's why he ended up actually <laughs> making my burrito before I even like got to the <laughs> like place right there and gave my order. He was like, "I got it right here." He had it in the bag already. Everything was ready, literally. And I had probably spent like 30 seconds walking from, from my car to the, to the bus. So it was, it's a story I keep telling people and over and over again, because I'm like, it does make a big difference. And if you have any local business that's doing that, I mean, you got a customer for life when you get to say like, oh, they, they had it already, right? Then you, I may have been busy or even if you weren't busy, it's just the fact that they remembered what you always get and they already had it ready for you is like, it's yeah, something you don't care of. It's so, amazing. It makes you like, all right, cool. You know who I am. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, if you guys have a lot of those customers, like I'm sure they're, they're feeling the same way. Like I was feeling <laughs> on that day and then telling everyone else, right? Like, Hey, this is, this is how that, that was. And that's why I always say, right. You have to have as many local spots and encourage more people to start their local business whatever it is that they want to do because that's how we're going to keep those experiences from like continuing to happen whereas if like we have a national brand that's it's going to be harder for that to happen right it sure it might happen if like that one person is still there or whatnot but it's not the same when it's a local spot and you have more people that know you there including the owner right that oftentimes too and you get acknowledged right and they like you said they know about your life they know they know about everything yeah. and you go in and it's like, it's like you're supporting a friend at that point. And that, yeah. that goes a long way. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I mean, you're, I mean, it sounds so cheesy saying it, but when you're supporting a local business, it's like you're paying for someone's kids, like, you know, <laughs> softball thing. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of true. I mean, you're helping support somebody locally and their family. And so it's awesome. I mean, there's young lots of young folks too are folks without kiddos and you know it's just it's them giving back to the community you'll be amazed with how much a local business gives back and there's a lot of things that we don't share you know that we do that we just do for our community because either we're supporting that organization or we believe that that's something that needs to have our support so it's special and it's like business owners wear so many hats and so wherever we can get that help, we, we really do appreciate it. So you mentioned community. So I got to ask, like, in these few years, you guys have had the business for what has been like your favorite moment involving the community and Terra Coffee? Favorite moment. There's a lot of moments. I don't think I can't or, say or a, a few moments, I guess also works. Yeah, I guess I should, I should say a few well, moments. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to just shout out everything I love. We (laughs) love hosting the open mics. And normally that's hosted by one of our baristas or somebody that's really connected in the music community and has a passion to want to help cultivate that here in Stockton. Our next one is actually on Valentine's Day. And we got a lot of, we got some folks that have come back. So Lotus T is back. She, they left for a little bit for another experience and they have come back and I'm so happy Mundo is also going to be hosting this open mic for us and he's been holding down the fort while Lotus T and Jen have been out of town and 
it's just going to be really exciting. We're going to have like a love theme come out. If you want to have a little date night, just stop by and witness some local, local talent. It'll be cool. It feels like a movie. It's like, you're going to be like, where do we go? Oh, there's an open mic. (laughs) Especially on that street. Like I said, that street is like, they should do a movie on that street, you know, with all the businesses and all that. (laughs) They should, (laughs) they should. But then like other things that we do too is, I mean, we love, let's say, uh, National Night Out is huge for the community. That's where we just, we work with the police department, the DA's office, and they come in and we just shut the street down for one night. And it's for you to get to know your neighbors and your community. So I'd say that's like our biggest, biggest event that we have on Yosemite Street that we've enjoyed. And all the business owners, we come together to put that. But there's so many other things too, like the market that happens and during the summertime. And then we have the Easter celebration. We get like hundreds of kiddos coming out searching for eggs. And I'm like, I've never seen this many eggs and kids. <laughs> it's it's really cool. So, I mean, I think that's what that's for us, like just to be in the shop itself, it would be our open mics. Like, I think that's really special. We don't see too many of those. And I think we do it really well. And so far, everybody's said that they love, they love it. It's just, you feel comfortable, you feel safe. And so we love being a part of that. And sometimes it's the experience for somebody for the first time. And that makes it even more special. I'm like, yeah, we did it, you know, and it's very jaw dropping to see the t- talent that we have. You just go, oh my God, like, it's like the next Beyonce. <laughs> They're performing here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad that you guys also have that because, I mean, not all coffee shops have that, right? Other shops, certainly they just have their business and that's that's all they really do and all that. But it, it's great to be able to have local businesses like yours. Like, I mean, another coffee shop in the tone that comes to mind is like Queen Bean as well, right? They also do different events and all that. But it, it's just great to have a place that can both have a business. I know it's more of a morning early afternoon business, but also at night be open and have other things going on there for the community to uh, to be at, right? Since there's really, there's not that many spaces that have those events, like you said, and it's great for you guys to be able to share the space with the community and allow them to have all the different events that, that they have there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's one of the, definitely like a more intimate event. We have lots of great big events. I mean, that's my other hat here in Stockton is like a if you're bringing an event in Stockton like I probably help with the processing of it but it's it's been cool so yeah we're just really happy to be part of the the community and helping that happen I mean there's a lot of other shops that have been bringing in like different open mics or different types of like weekday events to help bring community together so it's really cool to see Stockton like Hatch, you just had them over mm-hmm. on the podcast not too long ago. So Alazar and their space brings in so many events. It's just, it's crazy. And so it's a good time in Stockton. I mean, once you find your group of people and the things that you like to do, you can stay really busy. And if you like a place, like you said, you got to go to it or it's they might not be there, you know, mm-hmm. next year so. I've been seeing a lot of folks being very intentional with where they want to go 
eat, drink, celebrate, have fun at, you know, to have to see some entertainment like over at Hatch. So, or the Catalyst. And so it's, it's really great. It's a fun time. Don't ever say that there's nothing here, here to do in Stockton. <laughs> there's a lot to do. You just didn't yeah. find your people yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And it's even better, right? Let's, let's try to keep more people here locally and you don't have to waste gas. You won't have to like go anywhere far and you'll, you'll still be in the area without having to drive to the Bay area or just LA or somewhere else. It's like, come on, we have, we have more and more things going on here and, and outside of the big venues, right outside of what is it called? No Adventist health or Bob Hope, right? Like there's more yeah, things. Adventist health arena, just, like, Bob Hope, civic auditorium, Weber point. I mean, fairgrounds. There's so much, there's a lot to do here. I mean, you got to say the flea markets are really fun. The swap meets, things mm-hmm. like that. You find a lot of treasure everywhere and <laughs> it just depends on what kind of treasure you're looking for, right? So whether it's concerts or performances, I mean, Disney on Ice was just here. And then now we're going to have a big comedian come in on the the 18th. And then they're saying that they're spotting WB. Warner Brothers was just here and they're mm-hmm. filming movies here in Stockton. So it's really cool. Stockton, yeah. Stockton's change. You just can't say it's all this negativity. There's a lot of positive mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. That was like, I want to say like two days ago, they spotted Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn at the yeah. old courthouse there in Stockton. Yeah. And there's pictures to prove, right? There wasn't just someone <laughs> saying like, he was I saw here. Someone. He was here. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of history here in Stockton. I know that it went through its rough times, but you got to say like, this is the place to be. Like if you just make it your home and you put in the time and effort, it sometimes it feels like it's rough, but I mean, that's everywhere. So I love Stockton. It's a great place to live. Yeah. Plus they're doing a lot of work there in downtown. I know they're trying to change things around, right? And and make it a different place. Like you said, right? People had this my idea, this mindset, right? That things would be like a lot different. We've seen it change so much in like the last 10, 15 years. And it's it's really nice, right? Because I always say Stockton is the biggest city in the 209. And it's a place where you go often a lot, right? There's a lot of things going on. We just mentioned all the different venues that are bringing yeah. like just world-class acts, right? That like, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think back. Peso like, Pluma yeah. came to Stockton. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There's a lot of different artists that come here of all different backgrounds. And that's what's unique too. I mean, you come here and you can have the best Vietnamese food, Cambodian food, Mexican food, soul food whatever food you want. I mean, it's here and nothing's better than thinking like it literally feels like it just came out of somebody's home mm-hmm. and it's so authentic and, and so good. I didn't know how spoiled I was till I started going to other cities eating like a burrito or a taco. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, like I, 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 I feel biased, but I'm like <laughs> this burrito, the burrito at home is way better. I'm like, Oh my God. Ooh. Like we try to do a mission style burrito in San Francisco went to like a spot that's known for those burritos. Like, dude, this is a, this is a burrito that we eat at home. <laughs> this is the, like from our taco truck that we love. They do mission style. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> With the different price tag too, right? It's like, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're different price to... tag too. And I, oh damn, you can't go wrong yeah. over here. It's so good. 
Yeah. That's why I always say, yeah, I'm like, rather stay here. Then uh, it's nice to travel, you know, just because it's so close by and to get away from the heat. But yeah, I mean, Stockton, you're like an hour away from going to like maybe like at two hours, go to big trees, go into the mountains, mm-hmm. two hours, go to the Bay Area, get a little bit of that city, city vibe, be by the beach, go to what's it called? Pacifica or Half Moon Bay go to the snow if you want right now i mean you get it all you go to sacramento go to some of the the closer towns like modesto or manteca great wolf lodge whatever you want to do over there you got the delta go fishing it's like literally like you just gotta really explore and you know something recently that we started my with efren he's been exploring all of the uh, golf courses which is amazing like we have all these great spots here just in town and it's cool to experience and stockton's the 11th largest city in california i don't think a lot of people know that and we're huge mm-hmm. and i, I really got to put it to the people if you put in more effort in and pride in your neighborhood you can really make things the way you want you know that type of change only comes from you and your community and working together. So that's why, again, Yosemite Street Village. I mean, I think they're the pioneers for that to show. If you want something to happen, you make it happen. Mm-hmm. So like without the neighborhood, it's like they're the ones to help clean up the streets, you know, along with the businesses. They're the ones to help, you know, make safer cross crossroads and make things happen in their parks that they want. And so, I mean, yeah, just two blocks down, we do the, big music at the park you know we get concerts you know to enjoy and bring your family out have a picnic and enjoy live music like who how can you like beat that that's amazing and then go to the go to a museum right there Mm. so it's cool i love it yeah no you you nailed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with all the things that you mentioned like, like exactly. yeah what do you like about stockton i was like you find something cool to do yeah. if you don't want to stay here like i'll give you recommendations go to lodi go to lodi lake go on a little <laughs> hike there and you can literally see some deer yeah, if you yeah. haven't done that hike or like that walk i think it's like two miles or one mile all one elevation go to lodi lake check out the deer and go to ruby's bakery and grab a croissant so yummy oh there you go <laughs> a plan right there for anyone who wants to go uh that's a oh, cool date, further. like a yeah, like a morning date, little thing to do, little outing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to list that one too and make sure that. <laughs> yeah, time, I mean, don't uh, go right now. I mean, there's this huge storm, but. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're we're in Lodi, I'm like, okay, I know, I know the place now. We'll we'll definitely be going there. You should don't forget that. that. <laughs> that's a date. That's a date. That's like a nice Sunday morning date. That oh you yeah, have. yeah. That's. Yeah, that, that's happening sometime soon. We'll let you know. Yeah, you'll, you'll be the first to know. I'll tag. I'll tag you <laughs> when uh, when we're there to be like, well, we're here. We're, we're trying it out, and, <laughs> and then we're, we'll go and take a walk there at the park as well. Because I've only been there once, so I'm like, it's I'm long overdue. I need to go back there. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that there's a possibility you might be opening another location or? Do you have plans to maybe Ooh. be in like grocery store shelves and specific grocery stores or what what, mm. what are your future plans? You know, we'd always love to find another spot. We'd love to, we have plans for another larger roaster. We'd love to roast more coffee. 
So we'll still have our six pound roaster, the SF six, but we did pick up another roaster. We it's it's still in the planning stages. We'd love to expand and have an actual roastery that we can share that experience with folks. And so, hey, if there's any cool locations where you feel like, hey, Tara Coffee should go here. We'd love to hear it and gives us more of an opportunity to be part of other businesses too and supply them with coffee. I think that'd be really nice. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's the goal. I'd love to just keep sharing the experience of Terra Coffee with everybody and it would be fun. So be on the lookout for us. Tag us if you think, uh, hey, Terra needs to go here. You keep telling me that Modesto, right? Doesn't have enough coffee shops. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I have an idea. <laughs> Modesto <laughs> or Riverbank, too. I'd be cool with either of those two places that are, you know, just here, maybe even series, you know, neighboring. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I might have to message you and be like, hey, tell me the cool spots here. Yeah. Where should I go? <laughs> uh, I'll do some scouting around, too. I'll see. Uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll do some scouting around, too, and see see what's a good location, too. But I might be a little biased and choose a place that might be closer to home. <laughs> So I'm like, I'll be going there. Probably. I know you're gonna give me like three spots, and I'm like, this isn't a one mile radius from this location here. I'm gonna be like, do you live here? <laughs> Somewhere around there, I'll be like, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's a few spots that we have. I think the more the main ones are in downtown, but uh-huh. the rest of the city is really missing more of those local spots, right? I mean, we, we're seeing. Starbucks and Dutch Brothers built left to right everywhere. And unfortunately, oh, sometimes it's like, that's the only option I got if I'm going anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes you just want a yeah. different vibe, like you said, just a different vibe is nice. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was up to me, Starbucks I would is like the local. grand, the grandfather of all of this. Like, I got to give it to them with, without them and really pushing like the <laughs> coffee scene. I mean, we've all had a drink from that place. And so. And then Dutch Bros is like the little bro over here that came by and <laughs> said, we're the fun ones. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a whole different vibe than <laughs> than Starbucks. Yeah. So I they, think sometimes yeah. the experience of talking to their baristas, you're just like, you're awake already. You're like, oh, yeah, I got some energy. <laughs> <laughs> they make sure, right? Because they're, they're questioning you like, what are you going to do? Right? Like, they, like, they really want to know what. <laughs> You're up to it. You're like, like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it just, yeah. So, some sometimes I think their training is like, it might get a little too into people's lives, but I, I guess it as might long work as they're not asking me questions like, when's your birthday? What's your your favorite pet's name? And uh, what was your first car you drove? Can I also get the last four digits of your phone number? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, the phone number they might have it right with the loyalty card and all that. So. Yeah. <laughs> they might have a piece of it too. I know where you're going. Every time you go in, it's like a new question, and next thing you know, you're like, "My identity's been stolen." I'm just kidding. Just uh, I need kidding. to start like I need to start thinking about those questions anytime I go in. If they do ask something, I should need to be like a little more uh, cautious on that, or give them a different answer. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna throw you off. It's not that one. <laughs> just so they, they just in case, right? Because who who was it? Dwight Schrute, right, was the one who said identity theft is not a joke, Jim, right? So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Got to be careful with that because you never know. Or you never know Be careful. Listening. Don't share your identity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always. If you have a loyalty thing, just like, just get, I mean, get the, the loyalty card. Cool. It's nice. But I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I always worry. I might try that there. on somebody. I might try that on somebody every day. Ask them a question like that. Yeah. See if so, see if they pick it up too, right? Louisa, like, do you have um? Did you ever have a favorite pet? I don't think I ever did. No, I think I. I they were all my favorites. <laughs> 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 well, Laura, this has been really great. I I can't wait. You know, the next <laughs> time that. I'm up at Terra Coffee, which will hopefully be sometime soon. Whenever I'm there in the morning, you know, I mean. Please I, just message I'm, us. I'd love to say hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have some podcast stickers uh, like like I always oh, yeah. say. The, uh, that's, that's, what I'm, uh, that's what I'm known for as a podcast sticker guy because I do a podcast sticker for every podcast almost that I've done. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> so, I want to put one on the window. Yeah, so drop one off to the team and we'll put it on our window. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I stop them before we stick it on something else because we have that little <laughs> sticker box, you know, right, right when you come in. It's a really cool spot. So. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll stick one on there too. One. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. yeah I'll bring more than just one. Like everyone, you want to share it with everyone there. And I'm in the price of like getting more printed as well. So like I'll, I'll have more, but, but I'll have a stack for you guys because I, I like to like give them away to people and also people Do who get are it, like a shirt. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm in the process of maybe making shirts too. Like this year, I'm planning on doing more merchandise all across the board too. So that <laughs> that's in the works too. I want to get more more stuff. I actually, but I actually do have one shirt that I ordered one time when I was able to get one for a really good deal. So I might do more of those too. That that might be a thing. I might go back and circle through Kidding. all the guests I've had and be like, hey, like, what's your shirt size? Uh, so that that might be a thing. <laughs> that might be a thing. I'm hoping this year. There's more than just the stickers that people get to see and, and people actually get to to get, not just a sticker itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So spread the word a little more about the podcast. But but yeah, again, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And good luck this year. And, and I hope that you guys are able to open more locations. Again, hopefully it's somewhere over here in Stanislaus County, even if it's not in Modesto, but <laughs> somewhere over hey, here. And I, yeah. When the time's right, we'll have the, another shot. But Till then, I mean, come visit us, and we're here on Yosemite Street, nine one two, North Yosemite Street, like a minute away from the freeway, and tucked in the gem of Stockton, Yosemite Street Village. It's it's cool. So we've had a lot of this is fun. Thank you, Luis. It's cool. You guys don't get to see how he looks like, but he's a big Pokemon fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is the room that I always wish I had as a kid. So uh, that's that's a reflection with the Pokemon stuff. I have some Sonic yeah. stuff on the side as well, some soccer stuff. Tons so it's stuff. it's all Tons my hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of Pokemon stuff. So I'm like, I love it. I love this. So oh, thank yeah. you, Louis. <laughs> thank you, Alicia, for recommending us. And it's been really special. We're honored that you're the first place that, you know, you visited our shop before we had the interview. So it's been cool. Shout out to the Terra Squad. Once again, thank you to Laura for being on the podcast tonight. Check out the coffee shop, all the surrounding areas around there. As, as y'all just heard from Laura, there's a lot to do there. So if you want to start your morning off with some great coffee, that's the place to start it off. If you want to go to a museum afterwards, you got the Hagen Museum right there. If you want to go and look at more shops, you got the rest of the street there. So I want to give a big shout out to everyone who's been following the social media pages for the 209 journey. I've seen a spike in followers in Instagram and Facebook. Again, at the 209 journey on both platforms there. And it just really means a lot. My goal is to get to a thousand followers by the end of the year on Instagram. And as of this recording, I'm at 463, which 
it's crazy how much the page has grown within a week. And it really means a lot to me. I've seen the listens go up for some of the new episodes, some of the older episodes. I know some of you maybe are just finding out about the podcast and you're going back and listening to past guests. And I really appreciate that because I've had a lot of amazing guests here on the podcast and a lot of interesting stories have been shared here. So if you go back, trust me, there's a lot of episodes to listen to and all that. So just means a lot. Know that any time you listen to the episodes, whether it's just one or whether you binge listen to to all of them, it really matters a lot to me. And it, it helps me grow more. I get motivated anytime I see people following the page, listening to podcast episodes and all that. And there's a lot of ideas that I have that I've been wanting to already like put in place. It hasn't happened quite yet, but I have that motivation to continue to do more and more and more with this podcast and continue to grow it. And so y'all are motivating me every time that you do one of those things. And it just, again, goes a long ways there. Also, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you find out when new episodes get posted. And while you're on your application, if there's a way for you to review, for you to like leave a rating, I've been seeing some ratings pop up on some of the podcast platforms that I've been opening as well. And I really appreciate those ratings. It's something else that really benefits the podcast a lot and being able to show that the podcast has been around for a while and also shows new listeners that we have people here who listen to the podcast and really enjoy it as well. So thank you for leaving those star reviews there. If you want to leave a review where you actually like comment on something, If you check out Apple Podcasts, I know they give you that ability. I think there might be a few others that do, but only one that comes to mind right now is Apple. So if you're currently listening on that platform, feel free to leave a comment there and then a star review as well. So upcoming on the following episode, episode 47, I'm going to be interviewing a local podcaster, two podcasts that he records to and He'll be talking more about them as well as how he actually got to the 209. He was originally from the Bay Area, moved to the 209. So we'll be talking about how that came about as well as about the podcasts that he is currently uh, producing as well. So you definitely want to check that one out again. Episode 47, that's actually going to be posted here in a few days as well. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a good morning or a good night whenever you might be listening to this. And... You'll hear me again in a few days here on the 209 Journey Podcast.